Okay, hey fam. Well, I would say welcome back, but I decided to kind of start a little bit fresh with a new season. And you may be thinking, well, why wouldn't you just start a new season at the beginning of next year since it's pretty much the end of this year? Well, on this day last year, I released this podcast and it was in the form of a trailer, I think, first, or like a little intro episode. But regardless, it was on this day last year that you were hearing it, not that I'm recording, but on this day last year, this podcast was started, and now I think it's time for a season two. So thank you so much for joining me for a new season and a fresh start. And I'm not going to lie to you, if I sound down or if at any point this gets a little bit choppy, I'm just going through some shit. I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to bullshit you. I am going through some shit, but I am working on myself and trying to work through my shit so that I can just be a better, more well-rounded person and just live my life to the best of my abilities. This episode is going to be on accountability, personal accountability, and I will give a brief and very much non-detailed overview of something that I'm dealing with, that I'm going through right now, and I'm going to be very intentional with my words and what I say. I don't want it to come off disingenuous, if anything. It's to be overprotective of the other person or people or group in this situation. So I hope that it's not coming off as shady or snarky or disingenuous or like I'm trying to be secretive. I mean, I guess I am, but (laughs) I'm not I'm not doing it out of malicious intent. I'm doing it purely out of love. So. Just to get the episode started, I recently ended uh, an over 10-year relationship and I have been able to sit with a lot of the truths that the other person in this relationship has shared with me. While I may or may not agree with everything, I can take a lot of the defensive energy that I was bringing out in previous conversations and in previous thoughts and kind of approach it with a less judgmental and less erratically emotional mind. This episode specifically is how I hold or how I will be holding myself accountable and how I can now look at situations and hopefully do better in the future. So the wake of the ending of this relationship I was told that, I will paraphrase for the sake of paraphrasing and keeping it brief and quick, I'm just not a good communicator. I'm not. I am sometimes very much emotionally unavailable. I shut down very easily and very quickly, especially if I feel myself getting angry because I have a very bad temper. Well, let me rephrase. I had a very bad temper. I think I do much better now at being patient and not being so reactive. 
But sometimes that comes across as, again, me being emotionally unavailable because I need to kind of shut down, like doo-doo, shut down, and really think about what it is that I want to say and do next so that I don't say or do things out of anger or out of hurt or out of sadness. And that can be frustrating and that can seem like I don't want to talk. I'm only ready to talk when I want to talk and that's not fair. And I can see how that is problematic. So going forward, hopefully I can process my feelings and my pain or upset or disappointment or just feelings in general. And what I want to work on is being able to articulate them in a way that's as least attacking as possible or so that it doesn't sound as offensive, I guess, and offensive in the sense of offense and defense, not necessarily, (laughs) not necessarily insulting. I'd really love to be able to articulate my feelings a lot sooner and a lot clearer. And I think that with now more time on my hands to be by myself, I guess, and to understand myself more, I'll be able to understand my emotions more and my thought process a little bit more in ways that I don't think I've ever been able to do previously. Another thing that I was told is that I am not very appreciative. That one was hard, and another one that was really hard was that I don't care. Even doing this podcast is some bullshit because this is some hard ass shit. So I hope you didn't just hear me click my pen because that's how hard this is for me. So let me click it back down. Now, the way I show affection is by saying how much I love or appreciate someone or thank you. And sometimes to some people, it may sound like is she being sarcastic because I do say thank you so much a lot. (laughs) And I say it in emails too. And I don't mean for it to, to sound again disingenuous. It's just me genuinely being thankful. I say thank you and I say I love you and I say a lot of affectionate words. But I think that in looking back in hindsight, it's very surface level. I'm not the one to have hard conversations or have deep conversations all the time expressing how appreciative I am of the big things. For example, let's say if one of my friends is a pen clicker. (laughs) Like, you know, those, do I have a pen that I can click? I'm sorry if that was loud. But, you know, those nervous pen clicking people. And let's say my friend now knows that drives me in freaking sane. And they stop. Maybe I don't notice they stop at first. Or maybe, maybe I don't notice at all. So now I'm not going to acknowledge that. And I'm not going to say that I appreciate it because I didn't, I didn't even notice. And I could see myself doing that. And I can see why that's a problem. And I think I need to be a little bit more observant and understanding of how people stretch themselves in different ways to accommodate other people. And to be clear, if you've made it this far into the episode, I should probably already tell you this is only going to be about me and my side and how 
I can do things better and things that I that have either now been brought to my attention that I know I can work on or things that I've already known that I could work on. And this will have nothing to do at all with the other person. Why? Because that's not fair, one, in my opinion. And two, I I just don't see the purpose in that. I have absolutely no ill will. I don't have even a, a twinge of dislike or hatred or anything towards this person. It's only love. And I love and respect this person so much that I would not drag this person or vilify this person or make it seem like they're the worst and I'm the best. (laughs) So that's why this episode is only about me and my shortcomings. And I hope that this is helpful to you and that you can now take an objective look at some of your past and get a neutral understanding of yourself and find things that you can do better and ways that you can live and communicate and love and care for other people a little bit better or care for yourself better. Because honestly, the first relationship you should have is a great one with yourself. And that goes before being and meeting up with friends and developing deeper bonds with intimate partners and any, any, anyone at all, even family. Even in these really shitty moments when you lose a friend or you lose a partner or an intimate loved one, not loses in death, but it'll feel like a death. It's, it's really a time for you to reflect and think about all of the things that you can do better going forward because I don't want to say you could have done because then you'll just be stuck living in the past and it's a whole thing. So anyway, back to something else I could do better. Oh, back to the communication piece. So with communication, another thing I I want to say I wish I had done and I think I could have done that I didn't do that I just don't think I had the mental capacity to do is to express how I felt unsupported. And I said it to this person in the past. (laughs) And I think because I didn't have a clear grasp on what I wanted that to look like at the time, and even now, well, no, now I know. (laughs) So at the time, I didn't have a clear grasp on what I wanted that support to look like or what I needed that support to look like. I couldn't articulate it well. And I wish that I had given that another try in the present, well, in this time frame, because now knowing and understanding how I would like to be supported, maybe things could have happened differently. But also when I'm looking at it completely objectively and trying to be as neutral, I shouldn't say I'm looking at it completely objectively because I'm clearly biased, but as I'm trying to look at it as neutrally as possible, I still see that there was built up resentment. So not feeling supported, not being able to articulate what I wanted the support to look like or what I needed the support to look like and having resentment for X amount of time because I wasn't getting the support. I didn't articulate how I needed the support to look and fast forward to closer to now, now I'm angry and I'm frustrated and I'm disappointed. And I'm disappointed because 
I didn't see the support that I needed to see or that I wanted to see because I didn't say anything about what I needed to begin with. Well, I said something, but it wasn't clear. And I think that that's something that I and a lot of you probably could work on going forward is I know we all need help and we all know we need help. Let's work on getting clearer about what that help should look like or what we want that help to be. And I think with that level of clarity and that level of understanding, we should be able, I hope, to better articulate our feelings and our thoughts and just what we need from the people in our lives. I don't know how long this episode's going to be. I don't think it's going to be a super long one because I don't want to dwell on the same things or start to blabber on about the same things over and over and over again. But I will say this, and I think that this is my last point, with regard to communication and emotional unavailability and just trying to be a better person overall and resentment and just everything bottled up into one led to me feeling like I was 80% in something instead of really being the whole 100% that I should have been. And I think I was only the 80% in because I was scared. I was scared that I would continue to feel resentment and disappointment and lack of support and all of these things because I never knew how to articulate what I needed. And that's a hard-ass pill to swallow. And it feels like I'm kind of stupid. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm stupid. <laughs> I'm not stupid. But when I let myself place judgment on those things, it feels like, wow, you big dummy. <laughs> you probably could have solved this differently. But I think the outcome would have been the same. And I think the outcome would have been the same for a number of reasons that I'm not going to mention here. If you're struggling with accountability and taking responsibility for your role in various situations, I'm going to I'm going to have a little hippie moment and I'm going to tell you you should really start meditating and I'm going to talk about that in the next episode. This isn't clickbait to try and get you to listen to the next episode. There are tons of podcasts and information out there about meditation and purposeful living and intentional living. I think that meditation helps you kind of take yourself out of situations and out of the whirlwind of thoughts that you have so that you can be more of an observer of the situations. Granted, they'll have already happened, but I do think that meditation can help you be more present in your feelings and your emotions and how you move through the world and through relationships and through conversations overall. Because if I think about it and I look at myself now, granted, anyone should be growing in four years, but I think I owe a lot of that growth to meditation along with age and experience, being able to attempt to pull myself out of my thoughts and my whirlwinds of emotions and my absolute tsunami of anxiety and really see myself for who I am and understanding that sometimes my actions don't align with my words and my values and how I want to live. And I think that that's the goal of intentional and purposeful living is figuring out what your values are and actually making sure that your actions align with those values. So yeah, these were a few things that 
I found out that I, or knew, found out knew, or am really still kind of picking apart that I can work on. It's obviously not all inclusive of the many other things that I could work on or the many other things that were discussed in the dissolution of this relationship. But I will say that even being able to take myself out of a lot of the emotional distress around thinking of these things has been helpful. And I hope that in the future, I can do better at communicating and not letting myself build up resentment toward anyone. And also being more vocal about the things that I appreciate and being more observant of the things and the ways that other people work to accommodate me the same way that I would want other people to notice and acknowledge the ways that I bend and stretch to accommodate them as well. So yeah, I hope that you can take some time to reflect on a past situation. Now we're not going to dwell. We're not going to dwell and we're not going to wallow in pity or anything, but just take yourself out of the situation for a minute and observe kind of as if you are a third-party viewer. And what do you see that you can improve on? And it would be even better if you could take yourself out of blame mode or victim mode and what the other person is doing and just focus on what you can do better. And this isn't to say that you should never acknowledge what the other person did or how the other person made you feel because that would be that would be invalidating and that would be completely unhelpful in the long run but part of being accountable and being responsible is understanding and acknowledging when you're at fault and doing that and doing that without direct blame of the circumstance of the other person just understanding that there was something you could have done better and figuring out what that was, or maybe not figuring out what that was, just acknowledging that you could have done something better. And this doesn't make you a bad person. Whatever it was that you did does not make you an evil person unless you were like a Jeffrey Dahmer. I think that the way that we grow and through experience, I've learned that you need to start thinking about how you move through the world, how you want to move through the world, and whether or not those things are aligned. If meditation isn't your jam, I definitely suggest journaling as well. You may find out that you are much more of a drama queen, as one of my friends and I were talking, than you thought you were, because every small thing, now small thing, at the time probably felt like your world was ending. You probably felt like you were going to die, everything was going to shit, you didn't know if you were going to get another job, let's say. You didn't know if you were going to make it through school. And when you look back at the journal or the entry and you're looking at it with a fresh eye, a new perspective, and granted, probably much more complex problems, you'll be like, what the fuck? Why was I so stressed about this? This was so silly or this was infinitesimal compared to the myriad of things that I had to deal with at the time or that I have to deal with now. And that perspective is beautiful. That perspective is hopefully something that you can bring into the present day with you the next time you freak out about something or 
maybe you're really stressed and anxious, you can consider how that anxiety and that stress will look and feel in a week, a month, a year, two years, 10 years from now. So yeah, I I successfully made it through recording without crying, which is great because this is still really raw and it still hurts a lot, but I think I'll be okay. And I hope that if you're dealing with, whether it be a breakup of an intimate relationship, a breakup of a friendship, a breakup of a familial relationship, that, well, you're still going to be blood, but maybe let's say you don't communicate with them or whatever the case may be for you. I hope you know that you'll get through it too and that this episode has been helpful for you and that you can take some accountability for your part in whatever it is that you're going through. And with that, I'm out. Peace.